Hello, everyone, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today we are covering Ozark Season 3, Episode 5. It came from a place with an accent on the last syllable that I can't probably say, but I'm going to try anyway. It came from Michoacan. What do you think of that, Kurt? I'll go with it. Yeah, that's good. Okay, all right, good. I think that's good. All right, fantastic. I, I am Mr. Sal. I'm here with Kurt. As usual, we are re-watching Ozark. We are at the halfway point of season three, which is hard to believe. I say that every time we get to a halfway point. And when we get to an ending point. Is it really that hard anyway, to believe? <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's not. It, it, eventually, we were going to get there. So here it is. We're there now. Anyway, we're at the halfway point of season three. We still don't know when season four will be dropping, which I'm actually pretty shocked about. I thought I had this timed out where we would finish this and like two weeks later, they'd drop season four. But still could happen. It could. It could. I'm I'm less and less optimistic about it with every passing week, though. But they're still announcing casting decisions. They just announced some casting decisions yesterday. Like, (laughs) you haven't. Okay, I'm I'm confused. Maybe they weren't casting decisions. Maybe they always knew that these people were going to be in. They're just letting us know now. I don't know. Anyway, uh, we have not seen season four because it hasn't dropped yet, and we can't wait until it does. But we are, forget about season four right now, where today we're covering season three, episode five. And I, as usual, have to guess Kurt's rating. So, Kurt, I think that you are such a sucker for Wileen that you gave this a 10. Was that, that, that's your final answer? That's it. That's it, the end. I hate you. And, and my reasoning is because you're such a sucker for Wileen. I like that. I like that uh, ship name. That is a ship. Yes. That is a name of a ship I can get behind. Yes. Therefore, I can get behind the ship. That being said, though, the reasoning is flawless, but the final answer is wrong, Mr. Sal. Gave it a uh, nine. I gave it a nine. Okay. All right. As right you should. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I also gave it a nine. And it's this is not approaching one of my favorite episodes of the season. And Honestly, Wileen has a lot to do with it. I really, I, oh, I, 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 I just can't. I can't. I honestly don't mind. I don't really. I mean, it is really weird. I'm not, I'm not saying it's not weird. It's just like I can just look past it. I don't know. It's like it's a TV show, right? Whatever. <laughs> let's keep going here, right? Like, I guess. You know, I so guess. If this is the connection we need to, you know have a langmore and a snell together so be it let's let's keep it going so i mean look i'm a i'm a strong believer in love is love but uh, this this one really borders on very very creepy like (laughs) uh, you know wyatt just graduated high school and darlene's old enough to be his maybe grandmother i i mean it's it's icky it is really weird it's definitely um yeah that part but that that's not the reason I gave it a nine, though. Like, it, it, that I film could be there. I could go to ten. It's more of like nothing else is really that incredible enough. Yeah. You want to, no bumper. Not this really bad. This but... um, this is I think maybe a plight of Ozark post kidnapping episodes. So, uh, and now you did you disagreed with me in season two, but you also disagreed with me about how good one way out was so i mean i gave one way out of 10 and then the next episode really couldn't live up to it in the big sleep and i ended up uh giving that one a nine 
and I, I feel very similarly here that that boss fight was so good and it's really tough to live up to it so i end up giving this one a nine but but you disagreed with me on the season two stuff you actually rated the big sleep higher than one way out somehow but game day is also a really good episode yeah game day what does game day have to do with anything well, if, you're bringing, if you're if you're bringing up old grudges you know i'm willing to i'm willing to get dirty as well we can we can box it out if need yeah. be okay uh here's what i will say about game day if you want game day was also episode five so it was also you know the end of the first half of season two uh this is the end of the first half of season three and i actually finished this episode thinking yeah see season two is better but game I think that I think game great. day was I think game day was actually blinding me because at the halfway point of season two was game day and it was like oh, oh my god yeah of course season two is better but I have to remember I gave I gave two tens out in the first five episodes of season two and I've done the same thing here in season three so and which is I mean they're that's ahead of season one for sure but yeah yeah. But anyway, so I, I I don't know. I'm I'm still on the fence about. I still think I I prefer season two, but we'll see. I'm on the fence as well. I mean, I'm I. It's just I like Petty so much now. Like I actually like <laughs> like, like like I genuinely go man. I I might be looking at him with like rose tinted glasses. But I go man, that Petty character. He was a great one. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like ah, oh, I do really like. Like Agent Miller, she's nice, and I like her in her own way, but she's no petty. But also because she's almost the exact opposite of petty. Yeah, very, very ways. different. Which is fine, actually. I like her more than um, Evans. Mm-hmm. Almost because I guess Evans is kind of found like a bit of like a more of a side role, at least this season. Uh, and she's, in, you know, Mr. Miller has some interesting stuff going on for her, but I, mm-hmm. I don't. It's just no petty, you know, not that a uh, morally questionable in breaking the law and drugged <laughs> up, lovable. Yeah, there you go well at any rate uh, this is this is not one of my favorite episodes but uh it's still good i still love it you know it's still a nine out of ten so that's good but the wileen thing does really get under my skin so uh th- there was some combating of that anyway let's talk about the title uh it came from michoacan uh so that I, I think is the city where uh navarro resides oh okay although it's i don't think it's ever explicitly mentioned at least not in this episode i'm trying to remember if they mentioned it if they just you know showed it uh in the you know the lower left hand corner the first time we saw the palace you know michoacan mexico yeah i don't know we we may have so but i think we are to us to understand and I think they've given us fair enough uh, reason to understand that they're talking about the place where Navarro lives. Really? Okay. You don't think so? I I was trying to think of um. Makshe. I think that is correct. I'm think about it. Never mind. That's right. Okay. That's right. Yeah. That's all right. Fair. So if we if we understand that, then the title that it came from there would seem to indicate that we're not talking about Navarro. So are we talking about you know, Helen? Are we talking about Marty? Uh, I mean, I, the, the biggest one is probably talking about is from Ben, the way Ben uh, points out Marty. So probably yep. Marty. 
right yeah i i i agree you know, he he said it, he, that it, it walks like marty bird and it talks like marty bird but that sure as hell ain't no marty bird right something like that yeah yeah i think that's exactly what we're supposed to glean out of this title it came from michoacan is whatever came back in marty's place yeah but you can see it in a different ways like the um Holly and Nelson and like the other cartel members going after that horse. Yep. You can maybe say you know, like it came from playing the order came from mm-hmm. you know there. Uh, what what else could it be though? Do you have any other takers? What it could be? No, I'm I'm my assumption has always been that it's Marty. I, I think it most certainly is Marty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Most certainly it's got to be Marty. So how do you so feel about the title in, though? Yeah. So with that in mind. I think this is an okay title, not great. This, you know, this season of titles for Ozark has actually been pretty mediocre, which is not a bad thing for Ozark. <laughs> I, I, I actually like this title. I like it. Okay. All right. so I, I like it. You know, it'll remind me. This is the episode like boss fight, and then yeah, it came from this place <laughs> that <laughs> um, you know, like oh yeah, this is this is when Marty came back. So even if I don't know it's boss fight, I can look. You yeah. know, so that's kind of uh, gives away some of the stuff that happens in the episode, not everything, but you know. Okay. I don't know if I remember the horse ranch connected with all this, but I'll remember. Oh, it's funny because I like the horse ranch is the thing that I remember the most from this, watching this episode the first time. I do remember the horse ranch, but I didn't know it was like in this episode. Like, I, I connecting it to this episode, I don't know if I can do. I'll remember it, but I just don't know. Well, you just use the symbols. And speaking of the symbols, let's talk about those symbols. Mm-hmm. Because the Z amongst the symbols is the head of a horse. Some Godfather stuff, yeah. Yeah, and, and it's funny because <laughs> you see that and you do think that's, oh, this is a decapitated head of a horse, but it's not. It's just the head of a horse. Which was decapitated. It wasn't. There was no decapitation. Well, castrated, maybe. The, the head of a castrated horse. Well, you know, potato, potato. Uh, and the horse, pretty obvious symbol. There's horses. Yeah. Castrated horse, whatever. That's fine. Yeah. Second symbol, the A. It's like a bird. Yeah. Which is Sal's favorite creature. Oh god. Uh, and this probably is about uh Ben's lovely gesture to Ruth for um, that's for, seed. for uh, Frank Jr. My question is how does this look like an A? Well actually I guess we talked about it. <laughs> I mean we could talk about it if you want. It's it doesn't is the answer is my I answer just look, it you. literally just looks like a bird to me. Yep. Like, I, I see no attempt at an A. Yeah. Well anyway. Next one. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh the next one, I had a really tough time identifying these, but I eventually figured out it's cigars. I thought it was oh, like really? joints. But they they're not, they're cigars. And these mm-hmm. are the, this is the some symbolic of the cigar bar where Wendy meets Jim. Yes. That's what I took as well. Yeah. 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 But I had I had trouble seeing the cigars at first. I had to really look closely to, to identify them. You know, one of the cigars had the you know the label, the ring label that they have mm-hmm. on them. Yep. yep. So yeah. Anyway. So that and then like I said, those are uh, the when she te- meets Jim, which I did not know Jim's last name. I still don't. Which, I don't remember it. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not remembering it right now, but I wrote it down. When we get there, I'll, I'll say it. But <laughs> it, like, we always, uh, he, Marty called him Slugworth, right? Yeah. Oh, what is it? Uh, Re- Re- it's Reynoldsworth. That's what it is. Uh-huh. Re- Reynoldsworth? 
it ends in worth anyway. There's a reason why why Marty was calling him Slugworth. Fair enough, fair enough. Go on you, Marty. Uh, the last symbol, the K, is at first I thought, is that like waffles? I thought it was waffles when I originally looked at it, but now I'm like, is that like cookies? Yeah, it is cookies. I had a lot of trouble figuring this one out too. I was like, I, where, the, where did we see a plate of anything in this episode? It's clearly I, a plate with round things, but I know where it is. You, well, now I'm lost. Now, when I first looked at this image, I thought this was waffles. So I was like, ah, oh, yeah, there's Marty like making breakfast earlier in the episode, like when he gets out. That happens in every episode. If they ever use breakfast at the birdhouse as a symbol, that's like that's funny. They had pancakes it. before. So, they had pancakes before, right? Or like waffles. Oh, oh yeah, but that but that was symbolic of the of uh, Patty in the diner getting the the mm-hmm. phone vi- the video on his phone. No, yeah, the, what, where, where are these cookies? Because I actually have no idea. These are these are Sue's homemade chocolate chip cookies. Ah, Sue, I love that she made it too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Marty, Marty declines them <laughs> and she, you know, takes the nibble herself. But uh, yeah, actually, the, the Sue stuff really buoys up this episode for me. <laughs> I mean, the Sue stuff is always great. It's so good. Oh my god, I love her so much. Thank you, creators of Ozark, for adding Sue into the series. So, which symbol do you think is the best letter and the worst letter? I think there's there's far and away a champion, a, a champion or a chump, <laughs> or both. 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 Yeah. Well, the the worst letter is easy for me. That's the bird. That's ridiculous. Yeah. The bird. Yeah, it's nothing <laughs> in the bird. It's literally just a bird. Yep. Yep. The best letter to me is the cigars. Yes, exactly. Yep. That R, capital R. I don't know yep. the last time I saw a capital R, but at first I saw the cigars. Yep. I was like, I don't see the R at all, but that's because I was looking yeah. for a lowercase R. Now yep. it's great uppercase R. It's a great one. Yeah, it is. It is for sure. What about the and best symbolically? As, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, to, to me, that's the horse. I mean, that's what I remember when I think about this episode. Mm-hmm. It's the horse. That's fair. So, it's good symbol. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd have to yeah. agree with that. The horse probably makes the most actual sense least uh-huh. important it's either the cookies or the bird oh i'd say i think it's the cigars really yeah i definitely don't think it's the cookies i think the cookies are a great symbol because the 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 interplay between sue with both of them is just delectable oh my true. god i love it so <laughs> it's yeah, as yeah, delicious yeah, as I those cookies I, I i guess i would probably go into the bird that's fair uh, the, the cigars okay. reason I, I, I get the cigars because yeah, I mean meeting Jim itself is that important, but I I, I kind mm-hmm. of take the cigars as like getting dirt on Agent Miller and trying to turn Agent Miller. Like I kind of go that far down with it. Like it's, it's, it's that right. So, but what what it is is Wendy trying to get Marty off of turning agent miller and then marty's like no actually i can use that so helen help me out here so it it actually it ends up being useful i guess but in the complete opposite way that wendy intended well i mean she wanted to actually find dirt but instead of finding dirt she found that she's beyond squeaky clean but yeah but what's amazing is she's soap she's walking soap right but beyond that like it's it does the it has the exact opposite uh, effect that she hopes it has because she yeah. sees that and she's like oh this is perfect he'll never be able to turn her and she pitches it to, she says it to marty and it's like oh no actually that's actually better than i was thinking so perfect 
So, but Turner tomorrow. Yeah. But this is not a bad set of symbols. I actually kind of like these symbols. So. Yeah, like as as what they show, I think it's a good variety. I agree. It's not like doubling up. Yep. It's good. It's a good wide variety. So I like that a lot. Uh, yep. As like what they symbolize, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. In terms yeah. of the letters, the birds obviously <laughs> terrible. The the yeah. cookies are okay, but like, yeah. Man, you know. Yeah, whatever. yeah. I mean, the the R is clearly the all star here, and yeah. the other the others are mediocre at best. So, all right. So, well, are you ready to start running down this thing? No, ready. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. So we open in the FBI office. Uh, Miller's there. She's pitching her plan to the boss. We we don't know the boss's name. I don't think so. We've seen her a few times though. But the, Miller is pitching the plan to her. Uh, Evans disagrees. Miller wants to pull Marty in, have him do his 18 months in prison, and then have him working for the FBI. Evans wants to take him down right now. Uh, but the boss does allow Miller to proceed, but she wants to be cautious. She says, we don't know who came back from Mexico. So, I mean, here it is. It came from Michoacan. Like, here's Miller saying, we don't know who came back from Mexico. And she said she does say if we're lucky, he could be ready to break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so I, I think that is clear indication that that's what the title is, is supposed to imply. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Uh, and honestly, uh, it, uh, this is an interesting setup to the episode. This is a, actually a really good setup to the episode because it kind of clues us into we're supposed to be watching Marty for how he's different than when he left. Which is what's interesting too is this will be the second massive transformation of Marty Bird that we've seen, maybe even the yeah. third. I mean, I guess we don't really we only get glimpses of pre uh, Bruce. I don't know pre Bruce Marty. Pre-Bruce yeah, the, we, we get we get some flashbacks and kaleidoscope. So I guess you could consider like that that being the first transformation of marty second transformation being after he kills mason and now the third transformation after he gets kidnapped by navarro so this is this is a this is a good setup i like this as an opening scene although i do have to say i am very much missing the openings with that where we open on a scene where we don't know why we don't know when we are in the story but we come we're going to come back to it later I'm, yeah. I'm very much missing those types of scenes. I do, yeah. But, I missed that as well. Just the random, <laughs> what is going on here? But just thinking about it. No, no, it's different from like we had one of those, two of those. The first two episodes opened on this random, random disorienting. Where are we? When are we? Who are these people? Scenes. That's well, not no, the type of scene I'm talking about. Not only that, about. yeah. Sorry, but like just different, like a, like earlier in the future, like the interview. That was a great. One. Yes. Uh, the the interview is my favorite cool. one. The the purchasing of the gun when Tuck purchases the gun. Even the beginning of uh, season two was pretty cool. Yep, right? the, 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 the black tie. The yep. Yeah. Those those types of scenes. I love those. I love it when they do that. And I don't know if we get any of those this if we haven't had any this season, I don't think, right? I can't remember. I don't think I don't so. think we have. I don't think we have. So if if that's the case, and I don't know if we are going to get any this season, but uh, that that's a, that's a shame because that's one of the things that they do really really well. And I really enjoy about the show. So, and it, but this is a good opening scene regardless. And speaking of, we don't know what came back from Mexico. Uh, we have the next scene, which is just visual. There's there's nothing really going on here. 
um, except that Marty and Wendy are staring at each other in bed, which they would never do. They're just kind of lightly touching each other's faces, which they, we've never seen them do this stuff. This is affection like we've never seen out of Marty and Wendy. Uh, so when Maya Miller says, you know, we don't know who came back from Mexico, we're getting a glimpse of the fact that there's something different about him right away. Yeah. And I, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, and maybe you have a different, different interpretation, but it looks like Wendy is a little suspicious of this. Hmm. I'm trying to remember how her face looked. I, I, my recollection of it is I would disagree with that. If anything, Wendy seems more like, is Marty touching Wendy's face or is just Wendy touching yeah, Marty's that, face? Yeah, it's, it's both. It's both. Okay. Okay. Then, uh, then I, I would, I'm I would, not sure. I would agree that in the, beginning it looks like wendy is very much into this but i think toward the end of the scene after marty kind of closes his eyes i, I feel like the, a look of suspicion kind of who is this goes, yeah it goes across uh, wendy's face and and we're gonna see that suspicious look about a dozen more times in this episode <laughs> yeah that's fair yeah certainly. So, yeah all right uh when they wake up, Marty is up very early. He's busy, busy, busy. I mean, just hits the ground running, making breakfast, uh, giving everyone details uh, about what happened. Uh, but he says, you know, it's nothing, not, not a big deal. He's okay. And then he's off to prep for a meeting with Ruth and Helen. I mean, it, it's, it's nonstop action for Marty uh, from the minute we see him in the morning. There's no downtime. Yeah, busy, busy bee. Yep. Kids, don't worry about me. I'm fine as can be. Yep. Wendy agrees. <laughs> there go. Yep. Although he does say that, you know, he does tell them about the floodlights and the loud music and stuff. And he also does tell them that he ate rice and beans, which I guess is true, but that's not all he ate. Anyway, uh, at the Langmores, Ruth is running a bit late to the meeting with, uh, with Marty and Helen, and Ben shows up with a breakfast burrito. She's annoyed that it's not French toast sticks. No, I'm kidding. She's annoyed uh, because she said, basically says, you know, I, I kissed you because I thought I was going to die the next day. Uh, but, you know, you, she, she really kind of dumps a bucket of ice water on him here. Uh, and But he does turn up the charm, which he does very, very well, and ultimately gets her to at least take the burrito and smile. Uh, at least there's that. There's, you know, that little smirk like yeah you know your pain you got to stop doing this crap but maybe you know i kind of like it <laughs> yeah she, <laughs> she eats the burrito but yeah french, french toast would be better yes yes do, do you think i missed anything in that scene or is that about the gist of it nothing of relevance uh i mean i guess she gets a text from marty and she's like oh like he's like i'm back <laughs> so, I mean, this is oh that's a good that's this a good is like point. the first because she she like 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 perks up she's like reads the text it's, it's like marty's like something he texts like i'm back uh meeting at like 10 30 something you know some I, I don't quite remember that second text okay like, i'm back this is just a text which saying i'm back <laughs> meeting I, I i you know i guess i'm i forgot that it said i'm back i only remember it saying you know meeting at bird enterprises at 10 30 but uh that's interesting that's that's a good point this is how she finds out and that's maybe why she's so frantically trying to get ready and out the door yeah yeah and, yeah okay all right because when when she does get to the office 
Like she mm-hmm. runs in and hugs him. I was here in the very next scene. Yeah, comes in, mm-hmm. chatting. Yeah, hugs him. Oh, by the way, uh, some somehow in the scene we find out the team tank. The, the I've been calling them team tank. The the people who go in and they're, they're paid to lose money in the casino. Yeah. Uh, so they're called Smurfs, and I'm trying to figure out why. I don't know why either. I know Smurfing in video games. Okay, tell me now, about Smurfing in video now, games. Now this is like smurfing is nothing to do with the smurfs themselves but like if you smurf in a video game it's in games that are typically more competitive or at least have a ranking system so people you know like you play in like the ranked mode and then you get a rank Mm -hmm. and so you play with people of similar skill level what smurfing is is when you purposefully either have a second account or you throw matches or you go on someone else's account that is of a lower rank than you so let's say i'm in like the 10th percentile players but i go and i play Mm -hmm on an account that's at like the uh like 50th percentile right so i'm going against the average player now right i'm going to you know wreck those players i'm smurfing right that that's what uh, they okay. call that and the reason why i think they call that is i guess it comes from like the person who like someone who was like a popular smurf that first started his name like in-game handle something with like smurf or something so that's oh, just why okay. it is that's just kind of gone through the like that this though i don't know why this is the case i don't know why like this uh like so i think of that whenever i think of smurfing when it's like an action to smurf uh but i don't huh maybe so in the same the capacity event- throwing a game maybe throwing well, yeah the same as smurfing so, so- all right so you uh, just I, I know a little bit about this because i've i've kind of you know, dabbled myself in it, but not, not with alt, you know, alternate accounts. Because what what do they get out of doing this with an alter lower level alternate account? A few things, right? So let's say you want to like goof around, not lose your own rank. So you want to not play huh. optimally, but you don't want to lower your own rank. You want to play okay. with your friends that are of lower rank than you. So like your friends are okay. also fiftieth percentile, and you're too high of a skill level. And if you guys play together, like you'll be going against people way worse, but everyone else on your team will be going against people better than them. And then like, okay. that's not fun for them as much. Or like maybe some other yeah. stuff. There's reasons for it, but yeah. Uh, could it, could it be, you want to try to, or you want to trash. You. Oh yeah. You're trying to do strategy. Maybe, maybe, maybe just people yeah. just get the, the kick of, they don't want to actually have a good competition. They just want to yeah. dunk on the enemy, right? They don't want okay, to yeah. be competitive. Okay. They just like, they just like winning. Gotcha. Because here's, here's one of the things that, you know, I, I've played some games where like win streak matters, right? Uh, or number of wins matters more than winning percentage. All right. Uh, and so you might tank once you get to a high enough level to drop yourself down to a lower level so that you can pick up some more wins that way, easier wins. So I, I'm looking, yeah, that, that could be, I'm looking actually online here. And back in 1996, they they think the 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 origin of it, it was started by some person. I don't know how to say his name. Slonger. I don't know how to say it. Whatever. Who was a StarCraft player? He worked for Blizzard. He did all blah blah blah. Played this game, right? Uh, but he was kind of famous and a well-known player. Uh, but this guy and his roommate at the time came up with the genius idea of making false names that no one could recognize them and they could beat people way worse than them and they named themselves papa smurf and smurfette 
Oh. <laughs> and so, henceforth, the term became Smurfing or Smurfs. Smurfs. Interesting. That's, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So. so, I'm not sure why they're using that term to talk about people who are intentionally losing. Well, int- Smurfs will intentionally lose a game as well. So, people will do that because they want to lower the rank. Oh, so if you're a good player, let's say, let's say I'm Smurfing and I want to try at my lower account rank. Well, if I want to try, like the same skill level I try at my highest account rank, my normal account rank, if I want to try all the time, I have to throw matches to counterbalance that, right? Okay. If I just go in and I try my same, I'll just hit my same rank. And then what was the point of that? I'm at the same rank. Like I got to throw okay. some matches, right? So if all you right. throw matches, yeah. people don't like playing with Smurfs. Yep. You know, if they're on your team, because sometimes, I mean, yeah, they might try, but sometimes they'll just throw the game. It's like, well, okay. no. Why are you throwing the? I want to play the game. Why are you ruining the game for me? Oh yeah, I want to throw the game. Go, yeah, but that's, that's not the game. You should not play the game anymore now. <laughs> right, so, right. So maybe that's why. Just throwing the throwing okay. throwing the throwing the game as to speak at the casino. So maybe that's why it's applicable here because they're throwing. All right, all right. Sounds good. All right, the, the, I I'll buy that. Uh, but I, I still like Team Tank better than the Smurfs. But you know, <laughs> uh, but this is acceptable. Anyway. Uh, Ruth Runnington hugs Marty. Helen seems very weirded out when she sees Ruth hugging Marty like this. Well, so, there's there's uh, the obedience, not obedience. I shouldn't use obedience, but the loyalty. Loyalty. Yes. yes, yes. Because if she didn't, she just ask Wendy in the previous episode, "Why do we trust her so much?" And yeah, here's you know, why. here it is. Yeah, this is it. this is it. Marty though is all business, and he wants to phase out the smurfing. You know, it's the it's a problem that we started it to begin with, or that you started it, I should say, to begin with. But you know, now that it's here, we got to work on phasing this out. Uh, and Ruth tells him that uh, Junior's not going to be happy. Oh, I'm sorry. The way that he's want, plans to phase out the Smurfing is by introducing lines of credit. I'm not going to pretend like I understand how that helps them, but apparently it does. But the problem with lines of credit is that Frank Jr. has been loan sharking and this is going to cut into his business. Potentially. Right. And that's what you know, Ruth tells him. Marty says, I don't care. I don't care about that guy. I, I, it's got to stop. It's got to stop today. Uh, you need to end it today. Uh, and I don't care if it pisses off Frank Jr. It doesn't matter to me. So, Whatever. Yeah. What they need, though, is someone with a lot of money to lose that money and trust that they'll pay them back. Hmm. And of course, it's Sam that they're going to put up to this. And always Wendy talking to Sam, trying to get Yeah, yeah. Now, by the way, I'm not sure I completely understand this strategy either. Well, I guess the difference is, is that what are the odds? Obviously, listen, this might just be so logic, but what are the odds that suddenly... We have an influx of people with more than average cash and they're playing right. you know, with this money, right? Versus what are the odds of one person coming in with all this yeah. extra cash? And I guess it's probably better I, yeah, it's, just, it's the same, it's the same deal, right? It's they're giving him the money and he's losing the money. Yeah. Uh, it's so the same it's the, deal. it is the same deal. Okay. Yeah, it's just a different orders where the Smurfs, they would give them the money up front and they'd lose it with Sam. He's gonna lose it up front, and then they're gonna pay him back. Yeah, probably after the. Um, they're hoping probably after they leave the audit, he'll, he'll pay him. Right, back. right, 
Right. And it's not suspicious because he actually has the money. That's the that's the biggest issue yeah. with the Smurfs is because they don't really, you know, they don't have yep. like a record of how they got the money, really. Yes, uh, exactly. So uh, Wendy is sent to convince him to do it. And she, one of the arguments she uses, hasn't your life gotten better since you met me? Which is, you know, she makes some good arguments. You know, you've got all, you're, you've got all this money. You've got uh, a job. You've got Jade. Uh, and oh, Sam's so thinking of asking Jade to marry him. But one of the things that she doesn't mention is that your mother's dead, <laughs> which is why you have this money and why you now have this job. Oh, and he had a job before. In fact, he had his own business before. Yeah, but he wanted to do his own thing before. Oh, wait, are you, ta- are you talking about the life coaching? The real estate. No, he had the real estate. Yeah, but he that wasn't his passion. It was life coaching. Yeah. But is he still life coaching or is he just taking out garbage at a strip club? I mean, I'm not sure this this logic has a lot of holes in it. It does, but Wendy's pitching to him. But he seems happy. He seems to go with it. He's like, yeah. Yeah. So as long as she focuses on Jade, I think she can keep him distracted. But but, but really, you know, your, your mother's dead probably because of me, which is why you have all that money. You know, and now you're managing our strip club probably illegally. You know, you got cold cocked with a gun by Cade. <laughs> I'm not sure his life's all that much better. But anyway, uh, Navarro calls uh, once this conversation is done and Sam kind of agrees to it. Navarro calls and he wants them to buy a horse farm in Kentucky. And he's been thinking about what Wendy said. Uh, what's next? I think it's this. This, this particular horse farm, though, it's got to be this one. And Wendy does ask, why did you let Marty come home? We failed your test. And, and Navarro responds that Marty passed. Said, I didn't know him, but now I do. He's just like me. He wants to win. Which is an interesting to take out of the previous episode. Yeah, it is. Mar- Marty is just like him and wants to win. I, I did not get that out of that episode. You can see how Navarro got that. I mean... So I, it, it's along the lines of how I felt last episode was, right? He wants to get the honest Marty opinion. He mm-hmm. wants to see that he's trustworthy. Not quite. Uh, Marty being a yes man, Navarro knows. I don't know how he actually is, right? Like, I don't know yes. who Marty really is. because He's just he's putting on a facade. But broke yep. Marty down to his understanding, understood who Marty is. And he understood mm-hmm. Marty just wants to win. And it kind of makes sense. Marty does just want to win because he's you to look at what's victory for Marty. Marty's mm-hmm. victory is like, let's get out of here. Let's let's get out of this like hubba blue or whatever. And he's been trying to do it constantly, right? Obviously got the plane ready to go in the end of season two, that failed. And in season mm-hmm. three, he's been obviously with the big muddy, uh, he's trying to he's trying to stop things from escalating any further. He wants to see if they can run away at all. So he he does want to win. Like Navarro is correct, I think, in this like analysis of marty he does just want to win just his idea of victory is different than wendy's they both want to win. uh here's another example of that uh, or of, of why how marty wants to win and how navarro knows that you know after he took care of the red flag he, he's getting dragged out of the room mm. you know thinking that he did what he needed to do to get out but no he's getting dragged dragged back down to the dungeon and he's kicking and screaming i won i won mother effort like he so there is that element where Marty was ha- kind of had overlapping information in his brain between this kidnapping and the, you know, the beast slayer game. Mm-hmm. So, 
so there is also that so anyway uh marty goes to visit sue uh, and he says he wants to hire somebody at work but wendy's not gonna like it she's gonna fight it and so he offers her an extra three hundred dollars to uh get her to lean marty's way or five hundred dollars if she commits in session so he he's he's or looking for symptoms. sue yeah looking for for sue to sway wendy in his direction so uh of course sue is very open to this so oh sue would you like one of my cookies they're homemade oh no smells great though sue <laughs> anyway give up the good work uh, yep. 800 could be yours <laughs> But was it an extra 500 if she commits the session? So that total of 800? Yeah. Okay. I'll try to gotcha. do Yeah, you might be right. Well, anyway, uh, at the Missouri Bell in the parking lot, Ruth tells off Junior in, in, in the most entertaining way possible, dropping F-bombs left and right, insulting him at every turn, which is definitely not in her best interest, but it's a lot of fun to watch. And she says, now, now quit parking in the crippled spot. What you got ain't a disability, just poor effing judgment. Uh, and, but it was just, you know, it's, it's funny. You know, she's very entertaining, but she's super aggressive. And you almost want to you know, pull her aside and say, Ruth, why are you antagonizing this guy? And just say what you got to say, do what you got to do, but stop trying to make an enemy of this guy. But, yeah. Listen, Gene tried to coexist. He was like, listen that's fine i don't mind if you guys are offering lines of credit uh, the mm -hmm. people i i give my services to can't get credit from you so it's all good right right we're good to go but yeah no marty said no and your yeah. dad doesn't know about it so come on <laughs> yeah exactly all right inside the missouri bell miller expresses her concern for marty and re-offers the deal well, marty vehemently declines and tells her to stay away from his family uh, he says, I'm going to be gone for the afternoon. Try not to worry. So his response to, to Miller right off the bat is stay away from me. I don't know. And I, I assume this is a tactic. He is, after all, trying to flip her. Mm -hmm. So I assume this is a tactic. You know, you try to uh, make her believe that you want nothing to do with her so that she pushes maybe even a little harder, I guess. I'm not sure. Some weird I, psychology stuff. You ever see him? Yeah. J, I probably have it. I thought you actually have. There, are, it's called like JCS criminal psychology videos on YouTube. No, they're super. They're super long. I not all of them. So they're only like 20, 30 minutes, but they're like hour and a half, two hour long. And it's all, all this uh, guy does is he. Um, I don't think he's actually the narrator, the person that actually writes the stuff. But in either case, he he finds the footage of like um when like you get into when you when you you know like in the movies when you get them um, detained or arrested and you start getting interviewed like interrogated mm -hmm. by like mm -hmm. police that yes. that's all that's all it is and it's like discussing the nuances of it of like now the police are going to try doing this tactic right and then it's like based on the way this person's responding it's all just like little like the nuances of it it's like wow there's a lot that goes into this right like oh <laughs> fair enough and it's like so maybe something to this effect is what I imagine. I don't know. It, it reminds me of that. I was just doing something like this strategy of like breaking yeah, someone not... down by being like mean or something like that. I don't know. So yeah, I, I can all. buy that for sure. That's all. All right, cool. 
But I, I do want to note, Marty does throw yep. like uh, Agent Miller's business card right at her. <laughs> like, yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. So why did why is he going to be on for the afternoon? Because he's going to Kentucky with Wendy to check out this ranch, uh, and they have a. I, I mean, I don't know. How would you characterize this car trip as? It's just kind of awkward, tense. What would you care? I mean, Marty is all business. Wendy is is looking incredulously at him. It seems really suspicious of what's going on. Um, I don't know. How would you characterize this? I, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm uncomfortable. There's no yeah. music, no radio, no nothing. Like what are you just yeah. sitting in silence. <laughs> well, they're chatting. Yeah, barely. Yeah, I think that Wendy. It, oh, because at one point Marty says, "Don't worry." I, or Wendy says, "I'll do all the talking." And Marty says, "Don't worry. I want this too." Yes. So I think I think that there's some suspicion on Wendy's part that Marty may try to sabotage this. That's true. That's true. Yeah, because right as they pull up, she's like, "Yep, yep." That's when they say that. Yep. Okay. That's fair. So maybe that that explains the situation. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, when they get there to the ranch, Holly is there to show them around. Wait. Marty. What's her name? Holly. No, it's Ollie. What? I will die on this hill. Ollie? Spell Ollie. O-L-Y. You're going to die on this hill. I will die on this hill. This this is the hill. Well, because I'm correct. There's no, need, there's no need to go on any other hill. Her name's Ollie. Like Ollie, Ollie, Oxenfree. Like Ollie, not Holly, Holly, Oxenfree. And you looked this up? I did not. I just she said her name, and her name's Holly. You're right. It's Ollie. Oh, so like to hear. I died on this hill for a reason, Mister Sal. What the heck? Adding an H where it don't belong. I'm shocked. <laughs> He's so shocked. Well, oh, it's not. It, I just looked it up. I, I didn't even spell it right, but whatever. Oh, but you did look it up. I e. Well, I just looked it up just now to see. I did not look it up. I just thought oh. it was Ollie spelled O L. Can't can you spell Ollie O L Y? Like I've never like... heard of Ollie as anything other than short for Oliver. That's true. So I, so I don't know. I, I I thought it was Holly. I stand corrected. How did I spell it? So it was Ollie. I will make the adjustment. Any anyway, better? That's a, that's a very, listen. That's a very vital name to get right. We don't want to be calling her Holly by accident. That'd be embarrassing dare i say anyway sorry continue on yeah okay. i, I still want to highlight like we can move past this embarrassing thing that's occurred to you i don't want to i don't want to shed too much light on this for too long because that that's that would just be cruel and embarrassing oh so embarrassing yeah okay <laughs> back at the home uh on the on the dock charlotte and joan or and aaron are sunbathing while jonah drones on uh and Tommy shows up. Charlotte's unhappy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Jonah drones on. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> and Jonah is droning. Anyway, uh, Charlotte is is not happy that Tommy showed up. And and I don't know. I don't have anything else to say about this scene. Do you? Not much. I mean, just showing that Aaron is definitely interested in Tommy. And yeah. Charlotte's trying to ward this off. So yeah. All right. Well, anyway, uh, back at the ranch, which is something my parents always used to say, back at the ranch, or my grandparents used to say it all the time. Do they live on a ranch? No. No. Interesting. It was just like when they wanted to round back the conversation to what they were originally talking about and say, meanwhile, back at the ranch. Hmm. Anyway, 
back at the ranch, Marty talks a great game to get Ollie to take the money. I mean, I, Ollie is downright excited and offers them the guest cottage uh, for the night. I don't, I don't need to go into details about her plans, what she wants to do with the yeah. money, but it involves breeding. So that's, that's I guess, important. But anything else you uh, want to say about the deal? I, I, think, I think that Marty is in top Marty form here. No, yeah, no, nothing with regards to the deal. And Marty seems to be, listen, he, he, it doesn't seem like he's trying to run away as much now. He's just like, you know what, I'm in it now. Mm-hmm. Let's, 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 let's make my nest a little comfier. Right now, I've just got some sticks. Let's get some more mud. Maybe I get some like mm-hmm. weird fabric <laughs> to make it nice bedding. There's like this predator hawk that keeps trying to eat me maybe if i can befriend the hawk things will be better there's a bird picture of this episode so it was in my head I, there's, a, there's a bird analogy there's a bird analogy to be made here mr sal and birds. Uh, all right well i'm gonna let you go ahead and be the only one who makes that so at any rate uh they uh decide that yeah they, they will stay despite the fact that they kind of need to get up early because wendy needs to be back for Zeke's hearing. Ooh. Marty said, yeah, okay, no problem. We'll get up early. I'll go with you, which is, she, she's a little shocked. She, see, she seems happy, but kind of shocked that Marty wants to go with her to the, to the courthouse. Hmm. Anyway, yeah. All right, so that's that. Meanwhile, back home on the docks, Tommy asks about Ruth and the business. She's, he's asking Charlotte now. Then he finds out that Aaron is Helen's daughter. Yeah, Helen Pierce's daughter? Cool. Yeah. I mean, he latches right onto this. But how old man, is Tommy? Tommy's got to be in his 20s. You think so? I do. He's always got alcohol. He's working a union job. Like, I think he's got to be in his 20s. I don't understand. It could be over. I definitely think he's over 18. He's often an adult. Yeah. That makes yeah. me really like how old's Erin? Do you know how old she is? I mean, I would say she seems younger than Charlotte. No, she and acts Char- younger than Charlotte, certainly. Yeah. Right. And Charlotte is, I think, 16 now. So I'm gonna I, I'm gonna say Erin is probably the same age Charlotte was last summer. Oh. So let's say she's 15. Yeah, it's gross. Uh, yeah, honestly, this you know, this, to, this this to me, this to me is worse than the Wyatt Darlene stuff. Okay. You're you're right on the face of it. If you are Charlotte observing from the outside, then I totally agree. This is worse than Char- than Darlene and Wyatt. But knowing what we know, that Tommy is doing this for the FBI, that he may not even have an interest in Aaron, that he's just using this as a way to get information to feed to the FBI. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah that's it's true. a different situation. That is true. No, yeah, you're right. Hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Oh, well, I like those words. You're right. Those are good ones. Anyway, anyway, Char- Charlotte is very suspicious. There's a lot of suspicion in this episode, Certainly. but she's very suspicious of Tommy because uh, he perked right up when they started talking about Helen. So she tries to end the evening saying that her parents are going to be home any minute, even though she just got a text that says that they're spending the night in Kentucky. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but she does allow Tommy to use the restroom. Well, Jonah goes into the house while Tommy's supposed to be using the restroom and notices that, jo- that Tommy's not there. Instead, he's in the master bedroom. And uh, they, it, Tommy even gets to the point where he starts pushing Jonah around, which is like, 
this this guy's toolbox what this uh, what is this, this guy's problem but charlotte comes in tries to uh boot him out again and she realizes that tommy uh when she realizes when she realizes that tommy is strong arming jonah uh but you know and she tells him you know that she does she doesn't want him to uh see aaron but she says yeah i'll, I'll just text her and so he mm-hmm. leaves yeah, see saturday bye yeah yeah <laughs> exactly Thank, thankfully i have a phone that yeah. you can't intercept uh-huh. yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly all right um in kentucky marty and wendy are in bed but marty wants to break into the stables and and they do marty you know when he says we can't do that and marty's like we own the place i don't know, well, I don't know what's the big deal but this is where marty tells wendy his plan to flip miller and wendy does not like it we can see immediately that wendy's not thrilled with this idea well, this, this right. is marty supporting wendy so she better yeah yeah you know this is this, you you want you want it when you get on board this is what that looks like so here you go all right Ruth is waiting at the drop spot the next day for, for the new drop of more money from the cartel. And it's Tommy that is there to make the drop. And, it, you know, it's possible at this point in the season, Tommy's got a bigger role here than Frank Jr. But yeah, I wouldn't, he, I wouldn't rule that out. Yeah, he's got a lot to do in this episode. Anyway, uh, he won't get the money out of the truck for Ruth. He makes her climb in to get it and while she's in there. He closes the door, locks her in, uh, and takes off. What a jerk. So this is actually a gripe I have with the episode, which I, I guess I'll I'll hit on more once we, we get the second part of the scene. So actually just 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 pinning that right now. All right. Okay. Sounds good. Uh at the Snells, Darlene is prepping for this trial, the the custody hearing about uh, for Zeke. Uh, and Wyatt apparently is going to go with her because he's all dressed up. You know, you wash, you clean up good, Langmore, except for that greasy mop. And she, of course, has to wash his hair, which is pretty ridiculous. It's like, I, I, you know, he, he's fully capable of washing his he, own hair. He but... can totally wash his own hair. He can just go in the yeah. sun and wash his own hair, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Darlene washes his hair for him. And, and you know, watching this the first time, I was like, Oh, she's kind of like you know adopting him. He's a, this is very motherly, you know. This is a, this is a, a replacement, yeah. a replacement for Ash, you know. But anyway, go ahead. Maybe it is a replacement for Ash, truly. But maybe. <laughs> but how would you have felt if instead of like this romantic relationship between the two, it was like a mother-son relationship between the two? So so much better. Okay. I would have felt so much better. Okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> uh, okay w- would you not feel better no 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 i yeah i'd probably feel better about it I, but it would it would it would it wouldn't be as close of a relationship i guess uh yeah because now i think of why and darling i'm like these they might be the two closest people in the entire series right now barring just like an organization of the fbi and stuff like I'm, I feel huh. hard pressed uh, on him closer. Maybe Ruth and Mar- uh, I don't know. Not even. I, 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 think- I, I think. I think Charlotte and Jonah. Okay. Well, fine. Yeah, cheating, but okay. <laughs> Why is that cheating? I'm cheating. They're not adults. Closest adults. <laughs> okay. So you're telling me Charlotte and Jonah don't count as adults, but Wyatt does? Yeah. Wyatt's an adult. Okay. Well, adult 18 plus. All right. Right, they're not not at home with their parents. Yeah, 
you're hard pressed to find two people that are closer together right now in terms of like the well, same frequency like you no know, working together and having aligned goals almost right all right. Like you might, you might argue Helen and uh, Wendy are in that way. Yeah, kind of. But even in this episode, we see them back. Yeah, not not, like, not anyways, in this like, yeah. episode. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, very easily something like they have different incentives and whatnot. But it seems yeah. that, especially with the relationship, that their interests are, are becoming interwoven, right? And in the same path. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, well, Marty and Wendy get back home, and Charlotte tells Wendy that she's concerned about Aaron and Tommy. If Wendy says, you know, go ahead and, you know, lie to get him away from her. It's okay. You're trying to protect her. It's okay to lie, which is, you know, interesting because Charlotte's had plenty of uh, criticisms of Marty and Wendy for lying. So, and they have had plenty of criticisms of Charlotte for lying as well. So, yeah, but here she is money. telling her, go ahead and lie. Yep. Exactly. All right. Well, now we get the trial and Darlene and Wendy exchange barbs before finally Wyatt is called in and lies on the stand saying that Wendy hit Darlene first. So, I mean, we, we saw the scene. We know this is not true. Wendy knows this is not true, but Wyatt and Darlene are playing it off as though it is. She also tells, or I'm sorry, uh, Wyatt also tells the judge about the dead possum on the roof way back in season one. I like that. And, I like that a little yeah, bit. I like that callback as well. You know, that's from when they were worried uh, that they kept finding the carcasses uh, near their house and, and or on, on their property actually, uh, and they assumed that Wyatt was doing it. And so Wendy threw the dead possum on the roof, and it turns out it was not Wyatt. Anyway, uh, uh, Wyatt also tells the jo- judge that Darlene is a good mom. And in the end, Darla ends up retaining custody of Zeke. So I want to put here our, our pick a side for the week. And the side that we're going to be picking, we're, we're going to play the judge here and try to uh, make an argument, for, I, I guess, uh, which, which, where's Zeke actually better off? Because so, I'm having trouble here. Well, we're arguing with ourselves in inner monologue. No, okay. Uh, it, let me back this up okay we're not playing the judge because the judge doesn't have all the information it doesn't have accurate information even with the information she does have but knowing what we know where oh. would you put zeke would you put okay, zeke I, with darlene I, I, or the birds i got you so we're like we're like uh two lawyers mm-hmm. but we're in a private room and we both know that the other one has all the information yes and we're we're, we're spouting about it okay and our genuine concern is putting Zeke in the place where he's going to be best off, or at least least worst of, off. It, 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 it depends on what side of the argument you get given. So we both agree. You know, one of us has got to. So. All right. Well, then maybe we're not lawyers. Maybe we are. You know. I want to be a lawyer. Yeah. Thank you. Don't right. don't take that away from me. Okay. Fine. Whatever. You can be a lawyer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where do you want to be if I'm a lawyer? I'll, I don't know. I'll be the, uh, the arbiter. That's what I, but no, wait. That's I, the, no. I don't be the arbiter. No, wait. I would be the arbiter then. You could be the lawyer. Okay. Well, well, this is where we are co-arbiters. All right. And, I don't and, like and, the shared power. <laughs> <laughs> we are co-arbiters, and we have to figure out where to put Zeke. So, who is you tell me as an arbiter? 
there's a there's a third arbiter who's gonna make the ultimate decision okay we're both arbiting to the main arbiter correct why he should arbit in our we have we have no vested we have we have no vested interest in this other than to get zeke into the right placement okay okay um so who would you like to argue for uh yeah okay i i want to argue for this should be uh, zeke should be in the bird household okay and i'll say that zeke should be in the in darlene's household so you believe arbiter we'll find out after we arbitrate it okay All right. Well, I'm so longer tenure than me, but okay. So. That's fine. So, as the person with the longer tenure, would you like to go first? Sure. Yeah, I'll go first. Okay. Uh, a pretty simple argument. Darlene uh, killed her husband, so already killed the family member. It's pretty bad. Uh, don't know if I want a baby there. And also, um, what should we call it? Sells. I mean, no, she's she's crazy. She she not only is, does she want to c- go back to, but she has sold heroin for arguably longer than time itself, and she's even willing <laughs> to poison her own heroin stash. Like she's she's literally crazy, right? Poisoned her husband. So she might poison the baby by accident. So she has all this poison loosey goosey about. So uh, there, that, that, I think that's that's already like that. I don't even need to talk about the birds. I should talk about why you shouldn't. Without I'm not saying the birds are the best family ever. I'm saying they are miles better than Darlene. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, I, I, w- I would argue that Darlene, since she's gotten Zeke, has no vested interest in pretty much anything. She's got a steady flow of income coming in from the birds. Uh, she doesn't really have to plant the fields. Wait, she's pause. going to, but Wait. yes. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, like, can we can we use argument that will later see in the episode? Like no, because she hasn't planted oh, the fields until I after. I yeah, I she hasn't planted arbiter. the fields. I and, boo you, and, co-arbiter. <laughs> hasn't happened yet. So she, she's she's just literally her job is raising Z. Why did I ask? Why did I ask you that question? <laughs> that is her only job right now is raising oh, Z. She's 100% focus on this kid and she's doing an okay job. You know, the, the social worker has checked in and says, you know, everything's, everything's good. Meanwhile, the birds, I mean, first of all, they're never home. They're always busy. This kid's going to get raised by a 14 year old. And let's not forget that the reason that this kid needs to be with someone else is because the birds killed his father so oh uh, oh <laughs> and then who killed his mother <laughs> all right so those that those arguments are neutralized i don't forget so, about that one. Oh my goodness yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um but uh, you know the, the the we got birds being kidnapped to Mexico. We've got birds. Uh, we've got a crazy uh, brother living in the house who's clearly unstable. We've got uh, we, we've got them running a casino. Yeah, this they they own a strip club and a casino. That those are, those are their sources of income. A strip Hold club up. and a casino. Here, here you go. A co-arbiter. I'll ask you this question, right? Okay, sure. How old is Wyatt? Uh, I don't know. Eighteen. 
I rest 19. my case. I, I'm not sure where you're going with I that. I rest my case. Uh, okay. But I, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> okay, I mean, I mean, Dar- Darlene is soon, I can tell you from the future, the collaborator, that she's going to soon start planting no. poppy seeds again. <laughs> no, no, nope, nope, she, nope. She's already nope, transporting nope. it. She's already transporting them. She's already transporting nope. them. Strike that from the record. No, no, put that on the record. It's happening. I'm telling nope. you, it's happening. Uh-oh. It's not happening <laughs> until after we get for Zeke. <laughs> anyway, I, I, don't know, I guess, I right. guess we're kind of stuck here in this route. Yeah, but, we're we're stuck know? at this point. But we're stuck at this point. I don't know. I actually, I actually really had a tough time trying to figure this out. And but I, I think I actually go back and forth in my head. Yeah, I think actually maybe at the end of the day, I come down on the side that Zeke is maybe better off with Darlene. That's what I think too. I think Darlene yeah. is crazy, but she'll do mm-hmm. more for Zeke than the bro. Because think about it, think about it this way. Mm-hmm. Marty gave up Zeke in fear. Yep. Darlene would never do that. It would appear. <laughs> yep. So even yep. if she's crazy, she can yep. be crazy as she wants. She could be deadly to everyone else, but it seems as though she has a soft spot for Zeke, which is kind of by the end of the day all that matters so think about this and i didn't make this argument i should have like everything was going fine with darlene and zeke until wendy stuck her nose in (laughs) that is also true yes like the only reason things have not like there was any controversy at all here is because the birds got involved so yeah i i actually do think he's better off with darlene Mm. yeah yeah i i'd probably agree with that in actuality He's probably yeah. better with Darlene. Think even yeah. takes, but whatever. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's not ideal. <laughs> for sure. It's certainly not ideal. <laughs> That's the preferred situation. Yeah, but, yeah I know it's what it is. So yeah, there yeah. you go. Anyway, well, that, that was that was pretty fun. That was a good one. That was a good one. All right. Remember that pin you stuck in Ruth getting stuck uh, locked into the back of the truck. Yes. Yes. Okay, so here we have Ben picking up Ruth on the side of the road, uh, and we can revisit that pin right now if you want. Yeah, so here Ben kind of sees like, you know, oh, you kind of banged up Ruth. I'll get revenge on you. You know, I'll, I'll get revenge on Frank Jr. for you. She's like, no, mm-hmm. no, you don't. You can't. He's mob. He's untouchable. So my gripe is just like they're really vague on what happened to Ruth. And so I, mm-hmm. I, my, my, just my thought is, and maybe I just like missed something in the episode, and you can, you can clarify for me. But my presumption is they just like drove her around in this truck and like banged her up uh-huh. a bit, and then just dropped her off somewhere, and then had to pick her up. Which but is it fine. was the, it was the driving that did the banging up. It wasn't. Yeah, they didn't yeah, beat her. Yeah, they up, didn't beat her which, up. Yeah, they just right. maybe saw her get hit in the head and stuff. But yeah. it's just like, I, I guess what, my, my gripe is just like it just feels super vague. Like, like, basically, we got to Ben picking up Ruth. I'm like, okay, Ben's picking up Ruth, but why? And they never talk about why, right? They just kind of go like, oh, you, you've been, your head has been hit, right? And then we, we go on this whole line. Basically, I just wish there was a bit about, like, it, I maybe I'm asking for too much exposition, but if Ruth just literally told Ben what happened so we know exactly what happened, I would have appreciated mm-hmm. it. That's all, right? I just okay. I just want to make sure nothing else happened or I'm not missing anything. I would just like it. If yeah. We, so I just want some more exposition here, basically. Just I mean, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna guess that if they did anything more than what we saw, that she would be a little more gung ho about getting revenge on. Yeah, yeah, Frank probably. Now, having said that, like this is scary as hell. Like this is, this is 
this is crossing a line for sure by oh. frank jr like th- this if ruth is untouchable this should not happen yeah ruth he's, did not do anything yeah since, since the deal after she hip tossed him off the top deck since they made the deal afterwards ruth hasn't done anything to him uh other than you know cut off his loan sharking business but that's Marty. that was marty's decision and kind of honestly manner though it was mean you heard you you heard her he sorry i got the wrong one she hurt his feelings yeah i suppose yeah but but this is a big deal this is goes beyond hurting feelings you know this isn't him calling her a name back this is like terrifying so you're saying physical damage is worse than emotional damage oh but i think this is both i think this is both physical and emotional damage <laughs> like, I I, in fact out. i think in fact i think this is more emotional damage than physical oh. damage like getting kidnapped is no joke you know, I, we saw we yeah. saw the ptsd she got from the water boating like this would this might be worse i i, w- I won't doubt that but we can't say with absolute certainty unless we were in both their heads who suffered worse emotional damage ruth the person who's possibly just been kidnapped and terrified for her life or Frank Jr., the person who was called names. You know, it's <laughs> it's a hard it's a hard ground to um, I don't know. Yes. But, Very difficult, especially when you lay it out like that. Oof. I, I don't it's yeah. tough. <laughs> it's a difficult one. So I won't oh, I won't be the arbiter. I don't want to start the situation. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. My question in this scene is why does she call Ben? Why not call Marty? Why well, Marty's more? still they're still in con- actually no they're not. No, they're they're back. Yeah. I mean maybe she knows they have the trial for Zeke or something. I don't know. But throwing on Ben. The last time we saw them together, she was telling him off, you know, I only kissed you because I thought I was gonna die. You know, you gotta stop doing this. And then she calls him to come pick her up. I mean, she did take the burrito, I suppose. She did take the burrito, which says everything, Mr. Sal. Apparently. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Yeah. Except for maybe you. Uh, <laughs> where, where was I? <laughs> anyway, uh, when Marty went to get home from the trial, Beast Slayer has arrived, and Marty is giddy. I mean, he could not be happier. Wendy is upset about Zeke and wants to talk about it. And talk about what's going to happen next time they have a custody hearing. Marty says, oh, no, 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 no. We're, we're done. You tried. Didn't work out. We got to move on. Yeah, uh, fair is fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and like, he disappears, virtually disappears into this, into this video game console. Uh, and Wendy just looks disgusted by it. Uh, and then she gets home. So Marty has disappeared into the video game. She gets inside, and Charlotte is lounging about drinking a glass of wine, which Wendy then takes from her and starts drinking it and tells her to make an appointment with Jim Reynoldsdorf in Kansas City tomorrow. Oh, no, it's not Wor- It's not Reynoldsdorf. It's Reynoldsworth. Yeah, okay, Worth. Yeah, this whole Slugworth think, thing. Yeah. yeah, I think it's Reynoldsworth. Yeah. I thought she said Reynoldsdorf, but it's Reynoldsworth. So, oh, that scene, yeah, we'll, we'll see what Wendy plans to do here and up to your favorite scene of the episode. I mean, I actually feel kind of bad for Wendy here. Like, I, I don't, I don't think, I think she, I, I'm not saying that Marty's not right. She should let this go because, you know, Zeke may actually be better off. 
but uh, I feel bad because I mean, Marty has completely brushed her off for the sake of this video game, and her, then she goes inside, and her daughter, sixteen-year-old daughter, is just drinking a glass of wine, and this is this is rough. But anyway, all right, uh, yeah. Then it's time for the favorite scene, which we're going to go through pretty quickly. Why and Darlene do it? Yikes! And uh, Darlene wants to replant the fields. The end. Anything else? No, didn't think so. Okay, back to home the next morning. Wait. Go ahead. Which home? Uh, the bird's home. When I say okay, home, I usually, thank mean, you. usually mean the home. That's All it. right. All right. Uh, so Marty's still playing video games the next morning. I mean, it's not, I, I'm assuming he didn't play all night, but he's right back at it early the next morning. I, no, see, I, I thought about this. I, I'm going to go with he has been playing all night. I just <laughs> like the idea that he's been playing all night. <laughs> but i mean he's he's busting open a but, roll of quarters he's he got is, like, come on come on jonah i'm gonna show you how i beat this game come he's on. like he's like busting the roll of quarters and like looks at wendy like he's getting caught like oh no, no i gotta get my quarters go 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 like <laughs> like <laughs> run go go yeah yeah jonah even says you own the game you don't have to pay for it he's like no no that'd be cheating so. <laughs> no cheaters in this family imagine being immoral yeah. not me i know right <laughs> Uh, and uh, this is where Ben says that is 100% not Marty. Yeah, he's and he's. I think the way he describes, it, he says he's vibrating. Yeah, so yeah, like, he does. Yeah, and uh, he's got a giant. Ben has a giant bag of bird seed for his date, and off he goes. Okay. Anything else in that scene? No, no, nothing. All right. Uh, on the dock, Charlotte tells Tommy to stay away from Aaron, or else. Frank Gosgrove is going to find out that you crossed Marty Bird. And she walks away. Like it, it's a it almost looks like one of those bomb walkaway scenes where she walks away as the bomb explodes behind her, right? She looks so satisfied as she walks away for, for the way she handled this and played it. Do you think she divulged too much information? She almost did. It was really close. I, at, at a certain point, I was like, Oof, this is this is getting close, you know. Because Tommy says, "You know who my boss is," uh, and Charlotte says, "Yeah, you know who my father is." Well, this is coming from him, and if you don't do it, I'm going to tell Frank Cosgrove that you just crossed Marty Bird. I, so I don't think she divulged too much information, but it was very close. Yeah, my you? my money laundering dad is going to get what? Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, do you think she divulged too much? No, no, but I, I did wonder after this film, like, well, wait a second, did she? I don't think yeah. so, though. I don't think so. All right, in Kansas City, the Wendy meets with Jim in a cigar bar. This is Jim. Uh, this is, uh, what's his name? Charles Wilkes' lawyer. So we haven't seen anything of Charles Wilkes this season. We haven't seen anything of Jim. Uh, but here we are seeing Jim for the first time. Uh, and Jim really doesn't want anything to do with Wendy except that he is inevitably tied to her because a lot of uh, Wilkes income comes through the bird enterprises and through the casino. So uh, he doesn't, he can't completely ignore her, but he really doesn't, he really would prefer to. But Wendy, all she wants is dirt on Maya Miller. Uh, and he thinks it's a terrible idea, but he'll get it. Yeah, just a few right. hours. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's going a couple hours. All right. Anything else on Jim here? Uh, no, no. Glad okay. to see him. Jim, Jim's yeah. an interesting character. He is, a, you know, honestly, he's a more interesting character than Wilkes is. I agree. <laughs> so, 
Anyway, uh, except, except the... sorry, wait, yeah. I'm sorry. I just yeah. to butt in and say, well, he's worshiping the Wilkes. He's completely filling the Wilkes niche, like to a T, in this episode, <laughs> <laughs> with like no characterization and just like all like plot driving. Like oh, I can get you the information. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so. <all>. Yep. <laughs> Yes, so we, we say that about him and then as he's like a highlighted example of what Wilkes goes in season two. But he's he is in between Wilkes and Wendy, and we know that Wilkes and Wendy are at odds. So they're just just by virtue of his position in between them, it makes him a more interesting character. Yeah, I guess. It's just it's just a little funny. Like it's just, yeah. it's just yes. yeah, it's true. All right. So the Snells uh at the plantation here. Uh, Darlene is planting the opium, the I guess the poppies, and Wyatt, you know, looks at this giant bag of heroin, talks about how he's never used heroin. You know, he bought some after his dad died, but he didn't use it. And Darlene basically tells him, you know, I, I there will never be a junkie in my bed, so uh, you better not ever try that stuff. And they kiss hands. And I don't know if you noticed this. Oh, no, of course. Yeah. (laughs) Like, this is the best no line, no name cameo in Ozark that we've seen, I think. Really? I mean, it is so good. Just like looking, like, huh. And then they look at him, he's just like, not nothing. (laughs) I'm not looking at anything. (laughs) I love it so much. This guy gets mad props from me. I love this guy. That is good. Yeah. Yeah, No, it says a lot. It's just, yeah. (laughs) I mean, the show's just showing self aware, right? Like, they're not. Yeah, they're self-aware. They know they know that this is weird. Yeah. They're not they're not all like, oh no, everything's fine. You know, it's not weird at that whatsoever. Yeah. Good. Yes. Exactly. They're basically the writers are covering their own bases. Like, oh, well, this is kind of weird, guys, isn't it? Yeah, I mean it is it is weird, but you know, how are we gonna tell the viewer that it's not weird? Well, what if we just have this guy? Boom. <laughs> I mean, they also have another tidbit where um after the courtroom, actually, Wendy goes like, what's going up on that farm, right? She says something like that, which <laughs> yeah, is granted yeah. before uh, they sleep together, but still kind of like a yes. bit of preemptive measure on it of like, yeah, weird stuff is going on here between these two. So. Yes, for sure. Anyway. All right. So uh, at the office, oh, Wendy's got some really, really bad news for Marty. Oh, that Agent Miller, she is squeaky clean. And she's a crusader against people like her criminal father. Uh, Marty says, ah, actually, that sounds pretty good. Uh, what do you think, Helen? Can you get some dirt, uh, something um, on someone that we can just throw under the bus? <laughs> so this is a big oopsie for Wendy. This completely backfires on her. Yeah, Marty will roll with it. It's the name. Yeah, exactly. And isn't this the scene where... She asked Helen, you know, do you think this is a good idea? And Helen says, it doesn't matter what I think. This is what we're doing because it's what Navarro wants. Yeah, that's what he expects. Yeah, yeah, after Marty leaves. That's the... Yeah, yeah, that's what he expects, exactly. That's that's the better way to say it, yeah. All right, at the Missouri Bell, Marty, just this is just like a groundwork laying scene uh, with, with Miller. He talks about her preferences and doing the right thing, you know, gets her a ginger ale and, you know, just, just laying some groundwork, not aggressively pursuing her yet. Yeah, uh, but Wendy, having been, uh, having failed miserably at her attempts to get Marty off of this idea, decides she's going to recruit Sue to help her. And, and Wendy says, you know, what if I you know, there would be like an extra stipend if if you, you know, just just got 
Marty to to get off of this. No, uh, would that be something you'd be interested in? Oh yes, yes I would. <laughs> it's, it's it's so it's hysterical. I and, and what? I, go ahead. No, no, no. You know you first. I, what I, what I love about this is that I think that in a roundabout way, this suddenly makes Sue a neutral, legitimate therapist. It does. That's what I was saying. Not only, first of all, if you both pay off the therapist, you've made her neutral. And secondly, yeah. well, I say, you know, uh, maybe not so neutral because she'll stay neutral, but she'll want to give both people equal wins, kind yeah. of, which isn't the same yeah. as being neutral because neutral, you, yeah, just right. try, you don't care really. You're kind of indifferent. Here, she, you'd want to please both parties as much as you can, which is different. So maybe not completely, but yeah, yeah, more neutral than she has been. That's, that's I think, for yep. to say. But also, um, Sue's in a win-win position now. Like Either way, she'll get a payout. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, yeah. She, she's like, say, I, she genuinely can just not care how this goes. Yeah. Well, actually, actually, you know what? I take that back because it, it could end in a loss because uh, both ways, which, you know, it, if Marty doesn't change his mind, uh, yeah. Wendy won't pay out. And if she, she can't get Wendy to even budge, Marty won't pay out. So actually, never mind. I take that back. It's not a win-win necessarily for always getting one of their payouts. But no, it's if, if, I, if she's neutralized. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it, but if... if if Wendy will pay her regardless, like just to like gain her sway, period, then yeah, I mean she is she's coming out like a bandit. Yeah. Oh, Sue, I love you, Sue. She's yeah. so great. Uh, and she just—I mean, like this is completely. This is a great idea, Wendy. Wow, I never thought about this. You know, and and no inkling that she's getting the same deal with Marty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, doesn't, yeah doesn't, doesn't like hesitate and say anything. Oh, maybe, no. Does that say in any suspicious manner? Doesn't do anything. Just goes like, yeah. Sounds like a good deal. <laughs> yeah. Happen. I mean, she could if she wanted to say, I, "Wendy, I think that what you're suggesting is unethical" or, or something like yeah. that. You know, and, and completely get out of that part of it. But she, no, she's going to play both sides. She's very comfortable doing that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, at the Missouri Bell, Ben gets Ruth's attention oh, on the security I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just one more thing. Just one more thing that yep. I really yep. loved so much, which is yes, when he starts to get a call, right? And so she, mm-hmm. she's like, "Oh, I got, I got to take this call. Sorry." So you know what? You know what? What? What about this? And Sue goes, "That's okay. We can talk numbers. Just come before." the meeting yeah, tomorrow, yes. right? Because yeah. we know Marty stays afterward. So yep. that's, that's the time. Wendy comes before meeting Marty afterward. So she, oh, so good. Scheduling it, which I love. Oh, Sue is the boss. What an addition to the show. I just love her. <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess Sue. So, so, so good. Okay, so uh, at the Missouri Bell, uh, what's his name? Ben. <laughs> Sorry. Ben gets Ruth's attention on the security camera and he brought French toast sticks this time and 50 pounds of bird seed that he's dumped onto Frank Jr.'s car. Romantic. So, <laughs> so they're sitting there watching birds crap on uh, Ben's car. Or not Ben's car. Uh, Frank Jr.'s car. So I don't know. Do you, it, it, I, so this is where I try to start going down this road of all right, who's cross the line more here like is this equal work for equal pay you know what i mean is is this that, that's a terrible analogy is is this like is this quid pro quo fair like is dumping birdseed on frank jr's car better worse or the same 
as taking Ruth around in the back of a truck. And personally, I think this is not nearly so severe as taking Ruth around. I, I think so. Listen, we can't speak on the emotional damage because different things affect people differently, Mr. Sal, right? And to go yeah, as far yeah. as to assume how Frank Jr. would feel about the result of his car being, you know, like a toilet for birds, I don't know. That <laughs> could really mess with them psychologically. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go so far as to make that leap that you've done. Uh, uh, but I'm, I will now I will now also make the leap and say, yeah, he's probably will be fine. Like, yeah, exactly. Probably not as bad. Uh, in fact, I think it's so not bad enough that, you know, I think Ben and Ruth should find something else to do, right? They could, they could, they, I think they could get like a two, four, right? Like a two, four. Oh one. yeah. <laughs> go. I don't know about that. I think this should be, you know, we leave well enough alone here and, but in all parties, Ruth, Ben, Frank Jr. Should say, the all war right, here. Like we're, we're even, that's enough. Like, yeah. Anyway, inside the casino, Marty gives Miller all the evidence she needs to take down a payday lender, and this is exactly the type of the person type of person that she would like to be working on. If only she didn't have to mess around in Marty's casino, but she vehemently rejects it, and he she tells him that you need to take the deal first and she's genuinely upset she throws the paper back at him she leaves like this is this is as as emotional as we've seen miller so far was marty expecting this do you think um or was it a possibility marty foresaw i think it's i'm sure that he foresaw it as a possibility but i don't know that he necessarily expected it i mean you put like an open and shut case in front of an fbi agent you probably have some expectation that they're going to take it. Yeah, fair enough. So, anyway, uh, at the now we we're going to kind of kind of be going back and forth now between the the ranch, the horse ranch, and Miller's hotel room. Okay? Do you want to just? At, oh, sorry. Do you want to just stick with one and go through with it all the way? Yeah, let's or, let yeah. let's stick with Miller's hotel room first, and then okay. we'll go back and pitch the ranch. So. And uh, at the at the room, Marty shows up at Miller's door, and this initially is like, is he gonna like kiss her? Have an affair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, this, this looks kind of weird, but like she's it, pregnant. I I wouldn't like. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, she might be single, but might also not be. <laughs> right. So this this is a little uncomfortable right off the bat, but it's not anything like that. Marty says, you know, finally thanks her for the red flag move and basically says, you know, you saved my life. And, and he does admit to her that he was kidnapped by Navarro and she needs this in order to proceed forward with the deal. So then, you know, we, we are, this is all we get from Marty and Miller in this episode. And we're left to wonder, is Marty considering taking the deal again? Or yeah. is this, is he playing a long game here and uh, trying to win back her favor so that he can again, try to flip her? So it's it, this is an interesting place to but, to end Marty and Miller's story. Oh, this makes me want to give the episode a ten. Like this is so good. I'm not yeah. gonna give it a ten, but no. it is just so good. Of like, where is Marty? Is is Marty yep. acting the way he's been acting? Like he really still for the most part feels the same. Maybe yeah. minus some trauma in there or whatever. Or is he act like he's just trying to flip Miller? It's all part of his you know master plan, right? Yeah, it's good stuff. This, this is good stuff for sure. Uh, at the ranch, Helen shows up 
And we don't really know why, but she shows up not just with, with Nelson, but with a couple other people too. And Ollie eventually walks in on these other people, castrating one of the horses. Uh, and, and Nelson points a gun right at her and won't let her near the horse. So this is very, very upsetting. She, Ollie is just pissed. And she's, you know, when, by the time Wendy shows up, she says, you know, she's ruined. This is going to cost her millions. And it turns out that, that horse that they castrated belonged to Lagunas, who was Navarro's rival in the war. Uh, and Wendy is extremely upset about this and calls Navarro uh, against Helen's recommendation. Helen tells her that's not a good idea, but she does it anyway. And she reams out Navarro. I mean, this is gutsy for sure. And, and she even goes so far as to say, I thought we were partners. And that sets Navarro right yeah, off. She, it's like um, she got her combo in, right? Yeah. then Navarro countered her, and then he got his better combo in. Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. He says, we're not partners. I own you. You exist for me to use. <laughs> if you call me again like this, I'll make sure you remember that. I mean, that is heavy stuff heavy stuff uh you know wendy tries to call marty to talk to him about it marty ignores the call uh and we see nelson putting this giant set of horse testicles into a cooler as they drive away and and wendy is looking kind of distraught so and that's the end of the episode all right anything anything i missed anything you want to talk about that i that we didn't oh uh, I'm trying to think. Where do you think Sheriff Nix is right now? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't think about Sheriff Nix. I think he might be on his <laughs> boat. Yeah, otherwise, it's all. Yeah. Pol- Other questions. Okay. Hopefully. Yeah. 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 All right. Okay. So, all right. Uh, well, folks. Oh, it is. Oh, wait, Kurt. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Kurt, what time? What, what time is it? I've never been very good at telling time. Um, do oh, your do can your can your older child tell time from like analog? Yeah, yes. Can you tell time through analog? Of course. Let's let's stop. You know what they say about assumptions, Mister Sal? Right. Um, everyone knows because when you say assumptions, it means it's TV time. That's right. That's, it is TV that's time. the fact that everyone knows. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it is TV time. <laughs> so we know about assumptions. Ah, yes. Beautiful. Yes. Wonderful. Good old time at a TV. Huh. I really didn't think about this. Um, everyone gave it a five. Uh, maybe not. Maybe they gave it a four. Uh, we'll say five. Yes, that is correct. 79% oh, wow. five. And huge. The people, they love voting for Marty. I think you, me, the people, everyone voted Marty. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Everyone voted yeah. Marty. There you go. Wow, yep. I I I did vote for Marty. This is this two and a half, two episodes. In a two row? episodes. Oh, last one, last one. He totally deserved it. What was second place? Yeah. That was a Wendy. No, Wendy is in fourth place, five percent. Is Wendy really in control anymore? I don't know. Yeah. Who? So second, who's in second or third? Yeah. Second place was Ruth, eleven percent. Okay. And third place was Ben, five percent. Oh, the Ben vote. Never anticipated this. The Ben fan club. Okay. Yes, the the Ben block. The Ben block sounds better than the Sawyer block of Lost. But... 
Uh, certainly more deserved here than some of the times we've seen Sawyer pick up like 3% of the vote when he's nice. Yeah, no, he doesn't even show up. It's, it's, let's say he gets his fair. That's what, that's what you get. That's like a passive voting right there. You work, yes. you work, you work hard, you grind hard, and then you start earning things when you're not working. Yeah, that's like, you know, passive voting. So that makes sense. Good, good for Sawyer. He's, he's worked to earn it. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Well, Good. All right. Anything else before we wrap this up? What's next week? What's uh What's the next week's Ozark episode? Next Next week's episode is Sukasa es mi casa. Oh, well, I know exactly what that means. Yes, <sighs> you do. I doubt you do, though, Mister Sal. This, this. I would think it means your house is my house. Wow, how did you How did you figure that? <laughs> Wait, what? My yeah. advantage. Ah, I've lost it all. Well, dang. Stripped away. That's right. <laughs> stripped away. Yes, fo- folks, uh, the, we are going to, we're not done yet because we still have the spoiler section to do. But if you have not seen through the end of season three, then you should stop listening as soon as I give you your homework. Your homework is to spread the podcast, share it with as many uh, people and entities as you can. Uh, please read us. Please review us. Five-star reviews are, are much appreciated. And feel free to email us at showhopperspodcast.gmail.com. We will be, look forward to seeing you next week, to talking to you next week about Sukasa es mi casa. If you're still here, that means you are prepared to enter the spoiler zone. Why, why did you call like the, the call to action homework, Mr. Sal? That's a great way to make people not want to do it. That is like, why didn't you stop me in in the middle of it? Why are you telling ah, me you seem, to, you seem to be on your flow? Those, pe- uh, those people are gone now. Well, well, maybe I don't know. The, well, the <laughs> issue the issue is that like, I don't, I thought maybe I would bring this up to you and you would you would hit me with like a great reason like us oh, and occur as as a teacher of many years I could tell you that actually it turns out. When you tell people about homework, they actually perk up and they they listen better or something. But no, no, no that's absolutely not true. <laughs> you sign you. just 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 by habit. You sign. do you tell your children? Do you sign them homework? You're like, oh, that's everyone. <laughs> homework time. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. I wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised. Okay. No. All right. Uh, Spoilers. Yeah. We. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna start. Go ahead. All right, I'm going to start. So we're going to start with Sue. Yeah. So we, we know we know that uh, this little payoff, double payoff is not, it seems like a great thing for Sue. This is not such a great thing for Sue because this ends up uh, exposing the birds in session. And mm-hmm. once Sue knows what they're up to, uh, Marty has to pay her off big time to keep her mouth shut. And she does not spend that money wisely. She buys the yellow, <laughs> I don't even know what to call it. Lambo it's, or something. It's, it's, yeah, something like that. But then uh, that uh, grabs the attention of, of Helen, who six. Is that all that. in the next episode or is that split up between two No, episodes? I don't think so. I, th- I think it's spread out between two episodes. I think, uh, I think she is, her episode credit total is like seven episodes. So there are only like three episodes of the season when she, that she's not in it. And I think okay. we've already seen two of them, and I'm sure one is the finale. So I think, I think she's going to still be around for a little bit. But in fact, this might not even be the session where they expose open. themselves. 
Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, I think this will be the session where Sue reveals to them that they've both paid her. You're like, you guys have both paid me, and then they both start arguing about oh, like, why you, are you paying I, the... <laughs> yes, I think you're right. I think you're right. That, that'll definitely happen. I, I'm confident about that. Yes. I don't... I'm trying to... I know they slip up. They have to pay off Sue, but I don't remember the slip up all that well. I don't remember what they say that really slips it up. And uh, yeah. then I remember... I remember the Nelson. The Nelson stuff's interesting, because Nelson, like... Oh, that is awesome. Like, oh, that, you know, whatever. Really, really yes. shows Nelson's character a bit better than just being goon guy, main main goon. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. I I I love the scene where Ruth runs in and gives Marty a hug after she you know gets the message that he's back, uh, because it just so nicely contrasts with where she's going to be at the end of the season. Yes, yeah, especially as her and Ben grow closer. Yeah, because Ben's going to be. He's gonna be dead by episode nine. He dies in nine. nine. Yeah, yeah. And so, does he reveal to Aaron in the end of eight? So we're getting there. We're literally what gaps for three more episodes until right. he spills the beans to Aaron. Yep. So, very wow. interesting. Oh, Tommy's ben. hard at work trying to infiltrate the operation. I don't even remember yeah, how this goes. Actually, I don't either. <laughs> yeah, I have no. I completely. I have no idea where this goes. So well, I don't either. See, that goes for Tommy. Um, yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing there. Uh, I, we know that um, Ben. Well, well, Ben tells Aaron, but but Aaron talks to Jonah and Charlotte about it after Ben tells. Her because yeah, thing. I I well, I think it's the end of eight. He tells mm-hmm. Aaron. I don't know if the episode ends with that or if there's a bit more after it, but then we have nine where it's kind of like the aftermath. Ben's got like Ben's over at Roots, then like they do the whole thing of he's just driving. You know, the main part of the episode is we got to get Ben, you know, just drive when you drive with Ben, right? Yep, exactly. And all oh, stuff. I know how and the he doesn't story ever... ends. Oh, how? Uh, he's on the wrong end of the drone uh, observation, right? Like that, mm, when... that Jonah catches. Yeah, when Ben and Jonah bring the drone out to the drop and save Ruth's life because one of the rival cartels uh, group, a group of, of people from the rival cartel take out the the drop. You're right. So Tommy, yeah. yeah okay. t- t- so Tommy's gone there. Okay, hmm. yeah, yeah, that's fine. So, hmm. Yep. Yeah, well, I was trying to think of uh, what, is there any, so what else could there be we'll see more of ancient miller this stuff i mean do you think marty gets closer to cracking ancient miller by the end of the season from what you yeah she she, she gets ta- she gets taken off the case at one point doesn't she you're right oh my god yeah i'm pretty sure yeah but, is, but is, does she get back up because she's does she get taken off after so i'm sure because she's she's the reason that Navarro doesn't lose the war basically, or at least ends up winning the war, I should say. Maybe he would have won either way. But Marty kind of pleads with her, and she does kind of send like uh, FBI or CIA, FBI or some sort of government agency back up against the cartel. Against the rival cartel. Yeah, against the rival cartel. Because he he uses Jonah's drone footage. Yes. So that that must have been before. That was a favor. Did she ever get reinstated with them? I'm trying to, I don't remember I, how. I think so, but I, I yeah. don't remember for sure. We'll see that. I'm not sure. Yeah. 
Uh, of course, we're 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 burying the lead here. Like the the major spoiler in this episode is that Sam's going <laughs> to propose to Jade with his mother ring. Yeah, yes, the mother ring. <laughs> so what, what goes wrong with this proposal? Something else goes really wrong with it. Well, he like he tells he tells her that it's That's his mother, mother. ring. Yeah. <laughs> Which is that wrong? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, my mother. I don't know. I, from the from the woman I love most, the woman I love second most. <laughs> that's a, that's a good way to propose. Uh, <laughs> you know, the other thing that that I should mention here that we should mention is that we we talked a little bit about the quid pro quo going on between Ruth and Frank Jr. You know, and at what point should it just end? And I really feel like this would have been a nice place for Frank Jr. to say, "All right, you, you got me. Enough's enough." But he he is going to take it to the next level. He's going to wish actually... he gave it up here. Oh, for sure. I for sure. I actually I actually really like I I I kind of forgot about the dynamic between Frank Jr. and Ruth like at each other's throats constantly and trying to get each other. Because mm-hmm. it did just end with probably Ruth winning. I mean, at least for the end of the season. I mean, yes early. and no. You know, I mean, he I guess Ruth wins against Frank Jr. But like this just pettiness between the two of them is what drives the wedge between ruth and marty really that yeah no Uh, initially i mean obviously oh oh, you're right you know you're all right yes that that is true because he he you're right that's true it it drives away them but i they kind of got past that wedge i don't think it's back even worse because what well that's the line well that's how that's why she links up with Darlene, though, because Darlene says it's not right that he didn't go after Frank Jr. for what he did to you. I you well, know, I think and, I think that's like a supplementary reason. I think the biggest one is that Ben, because that well, did she? Yes, oh. I think that she leaves. I think she I think she leaves Marty because of Ben. I think she goes to Darlene because of this. No, I think I think she leaves and goes to Darlene because of the Ben, and I think she pieces together Cade. Oh yeah, you're probably right about that. That's what she's like. These birds, look at that. They've 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 killed Ben. They've killed Cade. They've, in essence, I've killed for them. You know, mm-hmm. Russ and Boyd. So, uh, yeah, yeah, maybe, you know. I am so interested. And in three, see... they took my three. I haven't seen three forever. Three. I just presume. I just presume they took them. Don't worry, you'll see him in a few. In a few, but I, I, I am very interested to see in season four if Ruth and the birds can reconcile or if they are permanently at odds at this point. I don't want them. I'm going to reconcile. Be... Oh, unless, I unless do. There's, I'm... Unless there's major damage, I don't want them to reconcile. I want them. To I do. I want. I like what I love about this season series is the dynamic between Wendy and Marty, and the dynamic between. Ruth and Marty. Like and, I would. Oh, sorry. No, continue. No, I'm I'm good. Oh no, no, I'm I'm okay with reconciliation if something bad has already happened to them. Like if Wyatt dies, or if Wyatt dies, and then Marty and Ruth reconcile, or if I would love this even more if like one of them killed the other. So if Marty, whether or not in direct hand, but basically kills Ruth, or vice versa. You know what I mean? Like oh. That, that would be so great. The the so you know it, it's it's almost poetic in a way, right? They start at each other's throats and they end at each other's mm-hmm. throats. In fact, it, I there would be a, a thing you could say of Ruth killing Marty, because she she mm-hmm. totally was down to kill Marty in the second episode of the entire series. And yeah, you know, 
So yeah. I wouldn't. I I I I as long as they're not wishy washy with each other. Even I, mm-hmm. I oh, wherever they go with the dynamic, I think I like it. So I, I see. Really I think that much. I'll plant a flag here and say I am. My prediction is that Ruth is going to save Marty's life by killing Darlene. I'm going to go with Ruth will do more damage to Marty than good. So they, they can okay. they can they can both exist. Ours can both exist. Yeah. But there, yeah, that's what I'll say. Hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm really interested to see how this goes. You know, the, you know, the sad part is that we're not going to figure that out probably because it's <laughs> anytime soon because this last season is in two parts. So I yeah, doubt any seasons. of this stuff goes down in the first season, the first part. No, I highly doubt it. Maybe my part of it will. She'll do more bad than good. Look, I I can I can promise you somebody big is gonna die in the first half of the uh, last season. I'm telling you, Ben's gonna die, or Helen. Okay. <laughs> Very or well. even Sue, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> I wonder. Right, you, know, you know what I thought of might happen in the first eight episodes? I wonder if Navarro will die. Oh, I think that's one of the possibilities. I think. I, I think when I talk about big characters, I'm talking about Marty, Wendy, Ruth, uh, Darlene, Wyatt, Charlotte, Jonah, Navarro. Um, am I missing anybody? I was gonna say Helen. It's all seriousness. So, <laughs> so I think I think one of those eight characters is gonna die, and I think there is a chance we see Rachel again. I do think there's a chance of it. The comeback. Mm. Yeah. Do you I'd think be, uh, Agent Miller dying would be a, a big character? Oh yeah, that would be a big one. Yep, nine. Or Evans yep. as well, probably. But nah, not Evans. Is not, not as big. big. Yeah. No. No. Huh. Uh, yeah. And by the way. Have, I think the most significant death we've had so far in the season five episodes in is Anita. Am I right about that? Do we have any other significant deaths this season so far? No. I can't think of any. I can't think of anybody else that we've even known the name of who's died. I can't. And not a lot of deaths. Not a lot of death. Mm-hmm. You love to see it. You love to see. It. Yeah, I know. You're right. I'm really trying to think right now. Did anyone? No one died in the big muddy accident. Yeah, no. Seems yeah. seems all good to go. Well, well, we'll have to see how well where will where the season will take us, and whenever they decide to release season four, which yes, could be indeed. a very long time. I hope not. At any rate, folks, that's all we've got for this week. Uh, we'll look forward to talking to you next week for Sukasa S Mikasa.